Good afternoon and welcome to Bear This and That Relationship Radio. I'm your host, Cynthia DeLeonardo. It is the ultimate pleasure always to have the opportunity to come to you this way and share my relationship stories. So what has happened since I last spoke with you? Well, the last time I spoke with you was on July 4th. I hope that you had a tremendous holiday and that you had all the red, white, and blue cheesecake you could muster, <laughs> and you had fun and family and fireworks and visual, visual effects that were astounding. How's that? <laughs> or welcome back, yes? So I hope it was all uh, to your delights and heart's pleasure. Uh, so I'm very happy to be uh, back with you today, and today is the 6th July... Six. So, you know, we, we celebrated 76 on the 4th, so now we're 76 in calendar year. So how about that for today's, for today's show? Um, what I'm going to do today is I'm going to go back to the segment of what do I do? Because I have lots of questions stacking up here, so I need to get to them. But I just want to say that um, I hope that uh, your week is going really good because besides this beautiful Wednesday that we're having on the Northeast, it's Winning Wednesday, (laughs) y'all. Yes, it is. It is Winning Wednesday. So whatever that represents for you, the question is, is what do you need to happen to win this week? Okay, so whenever the close of your week is, whether it's, is it Friday afternoon, is it the conclusion of Sunday or Saturday, what do you need to say, woo, I won this week, okay, right? We all like to be winners, yes? The fun part, yeah, obviously the fun part is getting there and going through the process, but there's nothing like being able to measure the width of our work than with the prize for what. And we're back. You're listening to Bear This and That Relationship Radio. I'm your host, Cynthia DeLeonardo. So what I was saying was, uh, it's Winning Wednesday, y'all. So the question for you today is, what do you need to do to consider yourself a winner this week? Whenever Whenever that day is, the conclusion of this week, of whatever had to happen for you to get done, right? Sometimes it's a sale, right? We need to make this like huge sale, right? That's been pending, it seems like forever, yes? Or whatever it is, maybe it's the, it's the big girlfriend you've been eyeballing, wow, you finally got a date with him or her, yes? Whatever it is, you're going out to buy that great suit, right? You're, book, you're booking that amazing summer vacation, right? About time, friend, yes? You work so hard, you all deserve it. But the point is here is when we work that hard, all right, the reason we're here, y'all, is what? To win something, okay? And it's about winning something all the time, right? With the great effort and our hard work, all right? And a lot of people really earn their keep, don't they? You guys work so, so hard that I want to know that you won something this week. So whatever that thing is, I just wanted you to think about it for a moment and take a picture of it and keep it in your mind fresh and just go to it. (laughs) 
go get it. Yes, go get it, y'all. All right. That's what I'm talking about today on this Winning Wednesday. I'm going to do one of my favorite segments today, and that is, what do I do on this Winning Wednesday? And my first question is, uh, Mamma Mia. Oh, my goodness, this one's a doozy. I love these, you know. Um, my wife threw an ultimatum last weekend. Ooh, I hope she didn't throw an ultimatum on July 4th. <laughs> All right. All right, we got to stay away from the holidays, people, right? When we choose to have these fights, yes? Holidays stand clear. Wait till the holiday's over, right? And then you throw your tantrum, yes? All right. That's one of my favorite suggestions about how fighting on the holidays. My wife threw an ultimatum last week and accusing me of being controlling and not allowing her to make decisions. What do I do? I didn't know what to do at the time. It just kind of, she sprung it on me really by surprise, almost like she's been storing it up for years, you know. She was so angry. How angry was she? I've never, in the five years that we've been married, seen her this angry. So I'm like a little bit of a scared man at this time because I didn't know that she had that in her. And I am at the point where I would do almost anything so that she's not angry with me. But my concern is, is, is this, is I've had some time to sit on the couch and think about what she said, okay? That um, she called me controlling. All the things that I hate in people my wife called me over the weekend. So um, I'm having a problem identifying what she's talking about. Okay, she did not let me get a word in. It was just about her getting it out and letting me know, like giving me notice. So I got like a lot of notice. And uh, I'm a scared man at this point. I need to get back to her, obviously, because I need to be able to know what to do, what not to do. And what, how have I been to make her feel this way? And my biggest question is, which I did ask, but she didn't hear me, was why would she wait to be so angry and not, and not say anything? Why so much time that would go by? Please help me, what do I do? That is a very popular angst in relationships. It really is. And, and that's what I'm saying. You know, if she threw this ultimatum on you on Independence Day, you know, it's oh my word, you know. But maybe that would be the one holiday that would be an exception, yes? Uh, but uh, controlling issues, uh, you don't see it. Uh, most of the time when people uh, are, are commanding um, uh, sort of, um, I don't want to label you with anything without seeing the both of you and talking with two people in front of me. But when someone accuses you of being controlling, there's something there that, that they feel deprived of, okay? It's deprivation, uh, and she did say it. She says, you're not allowing her to make decisions. So that is really denying her an opportunity to step up. And that could be in a lot of different ways. And having the full couple, you know, come to me 
would give me uh, more of a direction and the way to go. But based on what you said, here's what I'm going to tell you what to do. At least this will be the first part, first direction for you to go in. She was very angry. You're a very wise man that that particular day that you decided not to have the discussion with her and press her on it because just as you said, obviously it's been going on for a long time and she has not, or maybe she has. Sometimes we don't hear people, okay? Sometimes we're very subtle at the way we, we communicate. Not everybody just comes out and, and just lays it out on the table nice and neat. Sometimes those ways are in hints, very subtle, very kind, and very gentle, and very light. And someone that has a strong personality and possibly very tough demeanor may not hear those signals, you know. So it is a possibility that she has been reaching to you on these things and is it possible that you just didn't see the signs that you didn't see the signs and possibly sometimes when we don't want to see things a lot of times we don't see it okay that is the truth okay do you a lot of times when we don't want to hear things and we're just doing our own thing okay we don't hear those people they're not loud enough okay they're not bossy they're not pushing Okay, it's very subtle, it's gentle, it's kind. All right, a lot of us women do these things, yes? So the, your comeback that why did she wait, that's, that's a really hard line to drive on because there's a strong possibility that she has come back to you in the way that she feels comfortable. She's not as strong as you. Now, I'm not talking about in and amount of weak, strong in that way, I'm saying in her personality, just she's coming at you differently. Okay, you didn't describe to me what she's like. In partnership, when someone feels like they're being spoken for, okay, all right, when they're being spoken over, around them, under them, however it's being done, okay? It causes a problem all the time. In every single relationship, no matter what kind of people they are, because it's a, it's the type of thing that people really want to speak for themselves for the most part. Uh, you know, you do have some partnerships where people like that, oh, you know, they took care of it. You know, where are we going? You know, I used to have one boyfriend uh, that um, he used to make all the arrangements for the restaurant. You know, we, we'd come pick me up and he wouldn't tell me where we were going and we were just there. We'd just drive there and there we are. Woo, oh, okay. You know, <laughs> all right. This is where we're eating tonight. Oh, this is great. This is fabulous. I love it, by the way. It's great. You know, so some people are like that. And all of our dates went that way. Okay, you know, you're free tomorrow, Saturday, Wednesday, be ready for me at 8 o'clock, 9, 10, I'm going to pick you up, right? And we just get there, okay? And that was it. And he was also the type of man that liked to order for me. 
Yes, right? He would look at the menu. He kind of had an idea of the food that I liked. He would order my food and my drinks. Yes. So some people do these things and some partners love it. Okay. So it's, it's a lot of different trousers and they're different hat for every head. Yes. But, uh, so some partnerships work that way. For me at that time, it was a new relationship. And the places were amazing, you know, right? The service was great. You know, it was a nice car ride. I didn't have any complaints. I was having a good time. However, if I would have married this man and it would have continued to go that way for God only knows how long, I think at some point I would have had to have had a chat with him. You know, I would have had an excuse me, you know, sort of uh, introduction and then went on to hello, you know, and, and waving to him. There's another person over here. So I think a little bit of that sometimes is really great. We like it, okay? It takes the stress out and it's a surprise and it's fun. It also shows a lot of care for people, okay? That they took it upon themselves to do these, I'm talking about amazing things here, people, all right? But keeping it nice that they took their time and the initiative to do these amazing things. Because when, when I was dating this person, all the things that we did were amazing. Really, they just really were. I mean, I couldn't come back and really say too much, you know. There was no criticism of it. But in, in a married relationship, it, it would have taken a different kind of turn. In your marriage, it's very, very important to set the presidents of the flow that you want the relationship to drive on. That's very, very important that we never, ever miss that step. And the beauty of, of relationships and marriages is that you can always get back on that ride. Okay? You can always get back in that car. Okay? It's never a time in a marriage that you cannot get back there. Okay, so it is possible to set this up in your relationship. Okay, and what does that represent? That means that when you sit down and have this conversation with her, that she's ready to do those things. Okay, I want you to be very uh, direct with her as it seems like you are. And ask her where in the marriage is she feeling like there's an overstep or out of bounds type of thing? What decisions specifically is she speaking about? What is she talking about? Okay, you, you're gonna wanna know these things. Okay, this is very, very important. Don't accept that she says, well, just everything, no. She's gotta step up because now this is her time to be very precise in her communication so that there's clarity on both sides of the partnership. Okay, whatever it is, you know, I want to pay the bills or whatever it is, I want to do the grocery shopping. I used to know, my, my family and I used to know uh, a, another family. And I only know these things because little, little people have big ears type thing. But one of the things that I know that this woman used to talk about is that the husband used to do everything. It was too much. He did all the grocery shopping. He did everything. And how I heard it, her relating it to my mother 
there was a little frustration there. So you know, this is <laughs> this is not an this is not a new thing for any relationship, but it really has to be handled very precisely. Okay, nothing can be missed in this conversation. You want to know where is it that that you, that she's been you're stepping on her decision making. Okay. You might know these things already, but you really want to be very precise because this is the conversation. It's opened now. You know she knows. She got it off her chest. Now that you're here, you may as well really take a look at it and look very closely into what's happening, okay? Here's the deal. She's going to open up to you. The big question here is going to be, can you do it, right? Can you do it? Sometimes there's big personalities and how long has it been going on? Is it a habit? Is it something that you can do? Let go of some of the reins here. And it really depends on what's happening. That's why I use the example of my friend making the restaurant dates and our, arranging our dates and stuff. But when it comes to bigger things in life, or all things in life where it's just everything all the time, it really could leave a partner behind. Whereas you start to question, well, why am I even in this relationship? You know, it makes no sense to me, yes? So you really have to make a decision of what kind of partnership are you going to move forward in at this point, okay? If it's about bills and making decisions about who's paying what bank accounts, all of this should be discussed. The one really great thing that's happening here, well, two great things that are happening here, is that she finally brought it to your attention. Or she brought it to your attention in a way that she knew it would come to your attention. So maybe this is the way that it had to break open, that she was very angry. Okay, But the important thing now is that now you know, okay? Sometimes I think we don't always know that we're doing these things. It just becomes who we are and how we do things. That's what you do, yes? So now that you know, you're going to become much more conscientious, okay? And you're, become, you're gonna become more of a thinker, okay? More of a thinker about Oh, wait a minute. Let me let me call my wife. Okay, if you work wherever you are, let me check with her. You know, I don't know. Let me get back to you. Okay. I'm not sure what she wants to do. And 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 now you'll know that will be on your mind now. Okay? That wait a minute. Okay? <laughs> it's a relationship. What I want it what I want to say to you is I want you to think about am I in a marriage? Yes, you are. Right? Do I have a partner? Yes, you do. Okay. Those things you can't forget. Okay. So that is the reminder for you, friend. Okay. You are in a relationship. You have a wife, right? And you have a partner. Yes. Yes to everything. Okay. That represents you're not the only one to make the decisions now, are you? Okay. There's another person. Okay, that has a voice and that has however you set it up, okay, that you both have to discuss everything, 
Okay, so I like that part that she finally got your attention because now you'll think more about, ooh, you know. Um, the other thing that happens here is that it's cracked open is now she'll feel better. Like, ooh, you know, I finally got it off my back. He knows, okay. Now we can start navigating this car in a different way. That really matters to me, okay. It really matters to her, okay? So this is a really good thing because uh, she'll start to open up about where you need to include her or perhaps the road that you were on that didn't, okay? So all of those things are going to get washed out and cleaned up, okay? And you could start anew with how you do things, how the, way you do, the way we do the things we do, yes? So now you're going to be on that road. So this is an amazing uh, rekindle for you guys at the way that you do things in this partnership, okay? Here are some of the things that happen that are negatives in the relationships when we do these things. A lot of people just leave, you know. There's a lot of reasons why people bust up. This is one of the reasons why. Okay, and sometimes there won't even really be a conversation. We just weren't compatible, you know, people just go and file and it's just not working out because a lot of people just get so frustrated and they just don't feel heard and they, and, and really the big word here is they don't feel respected, okay? Lack of respect tears any relationship apart. Lack of respect, okay, she didn't respect me. He didn't respect me. That's enough. Okay. All right. The judge is not going to ask anything else. When they hear that, oh, okay. Right. When people hear that word, they're like, oh, right. They close the book because that is what, that is the foundation that the relationship sits on. Okay. Respect. Okay. All right. And a lot of people start fumbling around that word. Well, that's not true. Respect comes in a lot of different forms, and it is based on the actions to those people, okay? It is based on everything that we do concerning these people, everything, Every, everything, everything. You can start going through everything, and you will find something. When someone says, you didn't respect me, you just really got to sit down for a minute. And don't say anything for a moment because there's something there that possibly you need to see. And maybe it's not obvious to you. Okay, but when people start throwing that word around, but that's what this is. It's and standing up for you for a moment. Uh, I don't believe it's always intentional. Okay. I don't I don't think it's always intentional. This type of lack of respect. But it really is, 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 is really that's how it feels to, on the other side, okay? And even if you mean well and you're so great and you, you're the type of man that just has it all covered and you just want her to go relax and you just want to get it all off her back so that she doesn't have to deal with all this minutia, I think that's great, okay? I think that's great that you're that type of a man, however, She's still got to be included in everything, okay? But what she said was you don't allow her to make a decision, okay? So you really got to hear that. 
what decisions are you making that she should have been there sitting next to you with? Okay, contributing whatever, whatever she was thinking about, what was on her mind or whatever she had. You got to think about this before you talk to her. What decisions have you made where she should have been, not just in the room, but, hey, what do you think about this? Did you know? One of the systems that my partner and I had is um, when we were making decisions in our relationship, even just about ourselves, a lot of the times we would... However we did it, the phone call we met at the house when we came home for the evening. Hey, just by the way, FYI, I did this, you know, just so you know, what do you think about it? Oh, I'm thinking about doing, okay. Because sometimes everything that we do is not really pertinent to our partner. But if you're in a marriage, they really should know, right? They should know, right? Okay. But the things that she's talking about is making decisions, okay? This is very different, okay? So you got to really look at everything. And I don't want her to um, soft shoe it when you have this conversation. She's got to come out and say, you made a decision about this, that, that, that. I hope she's prepared when she threw this out, okay? If she's not, I want you to be nice and say, I want you to come back to me with specifics. Where I'm making decisions where I should have looked at you and said, no, I can't, and I deferred it to you, and we made the decision as a couple. Okay, so don't, now that this egg's broken, don't allow her to, ah, eh, you know, no. Now you need exactly what those things are, what the decisions were, and as a couple moving forward, set a new protocol for how it's going to be. This is a make it and break it moment, people. You know, infidelity has the, has the, has the most horrible reputation for that's the only thing that could bust up. No, it's not. Okay, right? You hear couples, right? They look so happy together, and next thing you know, they're not together. And you, and you can't even imagine what could have happened. So many things like this occur in relationships. And it is a buster. It, it's, it busts up the relationship when people do not feel respected. Okay? So I want you to go with her with all of that. Okay? And I'm really happy. Uh, you must be a good guy because I'm really happy that you chose to back up and not escalate this argument and, and put flame to it, right? You didn't light a match that day. It was very good thinking, right? You said she wasn't hearing you. She just needed to get it out. Good, all right? There's times that we just got to sit on the couch and listen to it when we know we, we're wrong, yes? Just let them go, all right? Two, three days later, you come back to them, okay? I thought about what you said. Here's what I got. You might even have some solutions, okay? But do yourself a favor on this one. Don't wrap anything up without her. 
wrap it together, <laughs> right? So you may have some really good thoughts on how you could move forward. Great. I want you to contribute them to her. Lay them all out together. And the both of you as a couple, okay, devise a plan of a protocol that's going to work for both parties, you and her, okay? It's going to work on both sides. She's going to be happy with it. Yes, it's great. I'm happy with it. Good, okay? I want to thank you so, so very much for bringing this question to me. That is such a great question. A great, it's a great concern. It really is, people. It's a great, great concern. And sometimes we get into these amazing, amazing relationships. Like I said, the gentleman that, uh, you know, would just, you know, ask me if I was available to go out with him. And I would, you know, yeah. And I would just come pick me up, I'd get in his car and we'd just drive to the restaurant. You know, he was that type of a man. But having a marriage that went that way where I just sat and did nothing, you know, right? Um, I don't know that I would have, well, I know I wouldn't have been happy with that. Okay, so it would have, it would have had to change a little bit, you know, how we did things and what we discussed and, and, and partnership if indeed we were to become real true partners. So I'm gonna take a beverage break and it is hot on the Northeast today, people. So I hope whatever you're doing, that you have access to, 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 to water bottles, uh, cold beverages, that you could stay nice and cool today because it is in the high 90s today on the Northeast. All right, so I hope you're keeping it cool. I'll be back in a moment with what do I do? And we're back. You're listening to Bear This and That Relationship Radio. I'm your host, Cynthia DeLeonardo. Ever been to a really great place that you stayed? Maybe you lived there. Maybe it was a hotel. Maybe you were there on temporary vacation. Uh, a lot of things that people are doing, and they actually have been doing for a long time, is like swapping homes, you know, that's been the in thing for a long time. But the point uh, that I want to make here is what we decided to do many, many years ago is live in complete comfort. <laughs> right? uh, this day and age, people want comfort. I mean, they want everything that their heart desires. They want it all. And we wanted the convenience of not always, if we don't want to, having to run out all the time to get all of these different conveniences, when in fact we can live in a place that has them all. Okay. And the place that I'm talking about right now is Mosson in the heart of Philadelphia. Mosson has it all. I mean, when you walk in here, even before you walk in, Okay, if you're across the street and you know you're getting close, you'll see the flags up that says Masson. It is state, stately royalty, like, wow. <laughs> it's a big statement, right? And when you come in here, you just know that they have it all, that whatever it is that you like to do, you know that it's going to be an amenity that is available to you. 
And really, it looks like residential. It looks like it could be a hotel. But here's the thing. It's a hotel with amazing amenities, right? It's a residential dream to be here. They have everything for you to prepare and nurture your every skill and ability. It goes like this. There's uh, studios, there's one-bedroom apartments, but here's what they have, y'all. Gym, okay, so who, who out there likes to be in the gym? Gyms are very popular in the Northeast. It gets too cold at some point to be out there trying to find a, a court to play on, but it's here. You want to shoot some hoops and play basketball or do some laps, right? Or do some laps around the gym. It's here to get on your best bounce. They have a state-of-the-art movie theater. That's right, with amazing surround sound. And if you want to look good for that great, spectacular date that's here, too, there's a fitness center. You want to relax in the evening before you, you go out to dine. There's yoga. Just bring your yoga mat. It's Masson. Philadelphia's newest trend where one door opens up your own private city to everything you've dreamed. Luxurious spaces in abundance for study time or private study rooms for the big exams. This is also about student housing, y'all, for your kids, for our young people. For the old people who are back in school and you need a place to be, Masson is the place for everyone. Need a friend or more? They're here too. Step into any one of the indoor and outdoor social lounges where the fun is all yours. We're here to complete your needs and fulfill your grandest goals. You don't really have to leave. The choice is yours. Beautiful apartment studios or perhaps something larger as a one-bedroom. They're all beautifully furnished. Whatever your needs, Masson is sure to have it all. Need more great news? The great living is available right now. Provided security for your safety and Wi-Fi throughout because we love you. <laughs> they love you. We want to talk to you right now. Call us at 680 Outpost. We're conveniently located in the heart of University City at 3701 Chestnut. Take a bus, board a train. It's easy. Just tell them you need to get to Mousson. All right, and we're back. Uh, Cynthia DeLeonardo with Bear the Senate Relationship Radio. I'm doing one of my favorite segments today, and that is, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? So do you have any what do I do moments on your calendar this week? If you don't, I'm a very envious woman, right? <laughs> and so is the rest of the world, right? Because most of us have a what do I do question always sitting on our calendar. It just skips from one to the other, right? It's about problem solving, right? And being an ace at it, yes? So speaking of, I'm gonna get into the next question, which is help, what do I do? My wife is expecting a baby. And yes, she is showing. And obviously I thought the baby was mine. She sat down uh, and broke the news to me. 
And she waited and waited and waited, and I didn't understand why she was waiting so long. I could sort of feel, uh, it was just something about her, the, the changes, even in her body, I could see the changes. You know, so I was just going with the flow and very content to wait until she told me, until she finally did. It turns out that she is indeed pregnant, but she has been impregnated by another man and not me. The problem is, is that everything's a problem now. Uh, I've been really looking forward to being a father and not only being a father, but having her be the mother of my children was more than I could have ever, ever dreamt of. Uh, she sat me down and she did tell me that um, the baby is somebody that she dated for a little while. The problem in our marriage is that we broke up for a little while. We did. It was my idea. Uh, so I'm not only a hurt man, but I'm a very guilty one too. We broke up. We weren't getting along. And I just thought uh, maybe I needed to find myself we were fighting a lot and just things just didn't seem to be going in sync or the way I wanted them to. So I was the one that suggested that we kind of just move apart. So I moved out and I was gone. I guess I was gone for almost a year. I guess the hurt that I'm going through is we were together for years and years and years and she never got pregnant. Okay. We separate for a year. I move back in the house, and she's pregnant. Uh, so we decided to get back together, and, and we decided that, uh, you know, no matter who we were dating and out there with, that the, the most important thing for us is that we really loved each other, so we got back together. And here is now what I'm dealing with. I didn't say much. I didn't know what to say. I was, so, I was so surprised about this baby. Uh, all of my feelings uh, are nervous feelings, but in my emotions, there lies no doubt. There is no doubt that I want to raise this child. All of the questions that I have for her, or I guess is about the custody and what are we going to do about that this child is another man's child? How can I talk to her? And how can I be the kind of man that I need to be? Can you help me with those things, please? Ooh, yes, I will definitely help you with these things. First of all, I want to say congratulations for the new life of a child. That is magnificent news all the time to me. You know, um, you're absolutely right about, you know, she got pregnant with another man when you split. And, you know, these things just happen. You know, sometimes, I mean, and, and any time that you have something like this, there is really no explanation. You know, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, she's, she did, I guess that both of you decided that it was an open relationship at that point and that you would date other people. And 
you dated other people and, you know, here comes the baby. The best thing that I could say to you is to move forward. If you really have done some soul searching and you are solid that you can raise this child as your own. But you really have to know that. And you cleared it up for me by saying that you had no doubts. Okay, that's really good. Okay, that you have no doubts. See, the love for the child, once the baby comes, I mean, this baby, you can grow just to be everything to this child. The big questions I have is you knowing what you know. Okay, so you really have to be able to ask yourself. And I don't think there are questions that you can really ask yourself right now. I think this whole process has just got to happen. It's very, very difficult to project the feelings that you're going to have for a child when the child has not been born yet. You know, we could think how we're going to feel. We sort of, you know, do, do the theatrics in our mind of how it's going to be or, you know, really how we want it to be. But the real deal is going to be when the baby arrives, whom are you going to be at that time? Followed by and guided by who do you want to be? to yourself and to this child and to your family, yes? Because that is really gonna be the real deal. I don't want you to put too much pressure on yourself about the kind of father that you can be because we don't really know those things yet. We know what we want to be, but until the baby arrives, until that baby is growing and doing all the miraculous things and you're taking those steps with this child, it's very difficult to be able to project that where you're at today from the chair that you're sitting in today. It's very hard to project those things, okay? So try to get that pressure off of you. And I want you to focus more on the things that are very important at this time. And my questions are this, uh, does the man that, that your wife was having a relationship with know that this is his child? Okay, that's the first question, okay? If he doesn't, are you planning on telling him? Okay, is your wife planning on telling him? Does she want him to know? Okay, those are the things that, that's on your table right now, okay? is who is he going to be to the family, okay? Who do you want him to be to this child, to the baby, okay? Those are the things that you really got to come up with right now, okay? Because no matter what I say, you know, really, you got to think about what you're going to do. What do you want to do, okay? If it were me and my family, it's very difficult for someone to be able to share that with somebody on a story like this. What would you do? It's, it's, you can't really do that, okay? You gotta do what you can manage, what you can handle, because then you gotta be able to step and walk correctly in those shoes. Whatever, whosever shoes there are, they're yours, right? 
they're your shoes. You know, we can give you a lot of different advice, but you're the one that needs to do the walking, okay? This uh, could go in a lot of different places. And I'm one of those gals that I just would be more comfortable for me if everything were open, or even if I were you, I'll tell you why. Because your wife and you split for a little while. She went someplace else, obviously you were someplace. I don't know, I don't know, if, did you go think? You know, did you take the year to just sit and think? Or, you know, or did you date like, your, obviously your wife was out there dating somebody, yes? You really gotta sit down with her and you got to know with no doubt, with an all great certainty. What is she gonna do? What does she wanna do, okay? Okay, because it, it, it may not matter what you wanna do, she's the one carrying the child, okay? Is she planning on telling this man that he's the father, but you and her have reconciled your, your marriage, okay? Is she planning on saying, we're gonna raise this baby, but you're the father and we want you to have visitation rights and we want the baby to know the truth. What does she want to happen here? What does she see? It's huge, okay? Whatever she wants, you gotta sit down and have that conversation with her, okay? If it were me, I would want everything open on the table. I actually would want him to know Okay, why? Because I wouldn't want the surprise coming six, seven, ten years later. Oh, and maybe you guys are on the outs or whatever. Or that she has some feelings about, oh, you know, I really should have told him and I didn't. I'm going to go tell him now today. The kid's turning ten and I'm going to go tell him today. You know, I wouldn't. I would want to alleviate all that if it were my story. And I would want to tell him now, okay? We're reconciling, we have reconciled. We are gonna raise this baby. You're the father, you can participate, not whatever you want to do. Whatever you do is not going to impede on what we do, okay? We're still gonna be the mother and father and we're gonna raise this child. I would want to do it that way, but it's your life, okay? But you must know who she is. And sometimes, even when we know what we want to do, don't sometimes we change our minds in 10, 5, 10, you know, years? You know, she could have a whole change of heart about sharing it with him or not, okay? I think the right thing to do is tell the man that he's fathered a baby, okay? And yes, this baby's coming to term, and yes, we're planning on raising this child. And it's a conversation, by the way, that you can have together. It doesn't have to be your wife going to the man to make, or the making the phone call. You can plan, it might be awkward, but you can plan a date with this man as a married couple, okay? We're all grown people here, yes? This is possible, right? You can plan something and sit him down and let him know what's going on and then hear what he has to say, 
Okay, we don't know what he's going to say. She might have a clue. I don't know. When babies come, this is huge. You know, you never really know what people are going to do. And you always have to be mindful that no matter who they were being and who they are, and the relationship with you could be completely different, a 180 from who they are once a child arrives. Okay, it's very different, people. It's very, very different. Okay, but I think the best place, okay, for smooth ground, all right, no bumps, and most of all, no unnecessary bruising, is to let everybody talk at the table and that everybody should have their heads up and know what's happening. It keeps it clean, okay? No surprises hiding around the bend, all right? You thinking when you have a fight that she's going to go run to the real father, you know what I mean? All of this being clean from the very beginning, everybody knows everything, okay? To me, would be the best approach, okay? I also come from the standpoint that I don't think it would be fair that she would be pregnant with another man's child and this man was never told. I think he has a right to know. Okay, I do. I think he has a right to know. It's his baby. All right? I think he has a right to be told. And what he does with it is is on him. And it's also... Uh, alleviates any problems for the future of custody battles, okay, really, because you can actually, I mean, here's just a way to do it, you can raise this baby that you could actually even tell the child, you know, this, we, yes, we're the mommy, we're the daddy, you know, but, you know, there is another father here, you know, you're locked out, kid, you got two daddies, right, you can make a real cute story out of it, yes, so that the baby grows up always knowing who the other father is, okay? And always, and if the father, I mean, there's a lot of ifs here right now because not everybody's, no one's in the same room, yes? Obviously me, right? But the, the, if you really want to keep it clean so that no dirt ever comes in the room, it should tell, it should, you keep it clean from the right now. Okay, you're the father, this is the way it is, we want to raise the baby, and if he's like, oh my God, you know, I've always wanted to be a father, this is great news for me, it's bittersweet, we're not together, but I want to be a part of it, now you can schedule in custody, he can come see the baby, maybe there's outings. When we keep it clean, people, it alleviates unnecessary problems. Okay, that cannot be foreseen when we decide to huddle in a corner and do things away from the correct and right people. Say, for instance, this man never knows that he's the father, and all of a sudden when the baby, when the kid is seven years old, somebody, right, right, somebody runs and let him know by the way that you know, all right? And that hot box drops, yes? That's huge to drop on somebody's toes, yes? Ouch, right? You know, so 
keeping it clean so that there's nothing on your back and nothing ever wrapped around your neck too tight, yes? This would be the way to do it, okay? If it were me, and it would be the very best advice that I would feel good with that it's done this way, okay? Because there's a lot of different hiccups, okay, that can occur if you don't. I'm just giving you the, a little taste of the future about all the things that could happen and unforeseen problems that can really be alleviated right now. You know, unnecessary bumps, okay, and no bruising to this child's life. Because usually what happens in these types of stories is the poor kid gets torn apart, you know? And why, why go there if you don't have to? All right, and the one thing that I would say to you as the father, stepfather, yes, it's bittersweet. You're right, okay? You are correct, okay? But that is what it is, yes? And what I will say to you that the blessing that you have is still huge and tremendous. It is. There's a, this, you love this woman, you want her to raise your child, this will be your, 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 obviously your stepchild, but can be raised as your child, yes? All of these things can still be glory for you. Another thing I don't want to miss this point is this. If you go talk with the father, I hope you do, by the way. I hope you do, and I hope you do as a couple. Don't send her alone. That's, a, that's an advice that I'm asking you to do. Do not send her alone. You have reconciled, yes? Good. You're to go as a married couple, okay? She does not go alone to, to, to go off by herself, oh, we're having a baby. No, okay? I don't want her under that kind of strain and pressure. She's carrying a child. She doesn't need it. You're to go together or not at all, or do it over the phone. It's a conference call, okay? Listen, I got something to tell you, okay? Friend, my husband's on the line. We're on speakerphone. It's very important. It's huge. Are you sitting down? <laughs> right, right, right. Like that, a conversation like that, all right? But do not send her alone, and she's not to have a phone conversation with this man off by her, huddled by herself. All right, because now this is a married couple dealing with this, and this is big, okay? The other thing that I want you to, to think about is telling a man about, about his child. And there are some people that if it's not buttoned up and neat, they just don't want it, okay? And I'm not here to criticize their feelings or opinion or having an opinion on what those people do or how they should feel okay but there's a lot of people who if it's not buttoned up and packaged and decorated as they wish they just don't want it okay if that is the case i would ask you to retain an attorney and legally okay have the attorney draw up papers that he is giving over his parental rights legally to that child, okay? So that 10, 15, 20 years from today, okay, he can't storm bar in your house 
about, you know, he didn't have custody, what he didn't do, what he didn't get, what you didn't say, blah, 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 blah. And it just goes on and on and on. This advice here for you today is all about a peek into what could be and keeping the ugly out of something so beautiful out. Okay, this is beautiful. The life of a child is a blessing. Let's keep it that way, yes? Okay, so if he decides, ah, you're a married couple, I got in the way, okay, let me step out back, let me step out, period, all right? This is your wife, you know, some men will do that, okay? Then don't just take his word that he just wants to be lost. Go retain an attorney and let him know, listen, I got to do this the right way, okay? I've retained an attorney, I got the papers here for you to sign today, okay? And it's about your, your parental responsibilities, and it covers, it covers both families, Okay, that your wife or that you guys can hit him up with a, with, with a suit, a custody suit, you know, of how much money he owes. You know, by the way, that college degree is on the horizon, you know, <laughs> all right, buddy, all right, I need 100 grand by this Friday, yes? All right, so that protects him, all right? It protects both parties, all right? But this way, that could never happen to him. And it protects you that he can't just come in, all right, and, and, and storm barn your home, okay? 10 years from today, whenever he decides, you know, that he's, you know, wants to take a feather, you know, and, uh, tick and, do, and do a little tickling elsewhere, yes? That is the, the, the smartest, safest way to go on this thing. It really is. Uh, and, and everything else, how I started the conversation, whom you should be, what you need to be, all of those things, you'll, you'll just kind of know, you know. It's just it's part of being a parent, you know. We can't predict what we're going to be, what we're going to do, what kind of parent we're going to be. All we can do is go under the guise of how we feel with our partner, lots of discussions, lots of books, right, lots of learning, and learning and more learning and stepping back, learning, leaning in. That's the only thing we can do when it, when it comes to becoming a parent because we don't really know how we're going to feel. So go easy on yourself on that note. But on the other two things, I want you to lean in head, head up and pay close attention to what's happening and what you have to do there. You've got to button it up. Either way, how it's going to go. It's got to be really tight, okay? You don't want any nonsense. You don't want any bumps and unnecessary bruising, yes? So this is the best way I tell you to do it. And this is a very, very happy time for you too, okay? Some of the best news is that, oh my goodness, you got your marriage back, okay? Sometimes we go away and we don't get to come back right? It's, it's still a rare thing today that when people actually leave the house, that they come back, okay? Because the percentages of marriages that get back together are very, very small. Yes, it happens. And most of the time when it does occur, those marriages are the happiest and strongest marriages and partnerships ever, 
Okay, so congratulations that you were able to get back to something that represents something so beautiful and so amazing to you, your love. Okay, I wish you all the very best, this happy family. God bless you and this beautiful baby that's about to arrive. I'm going to take a commercial uh, beverage break. And when I come back, I'm going to continue with what do I do on Bear the Sinet Relationship Radio. Back in a moment. And we're back. You're listening to Bear This and That Relationship Radio. I'm your host, Cynthia DeLeonardo. It is a wonderful opportunity to be here with you today on Bear This and That Relationship Radio. What are you winning at today? Ladies and gentlemen, yes, what are you winning at today? All right, what is on your list of things that, wow, if those things happened, moved or shifted, or you had them in the palm of your hands, how would that make you feel today, well, by the conclusion of this week, right? Because that's what life's all about, yes? That's what this game's all about that we play every day, isn't it, folks? It's about, oh, you know, if I do that, if I do this, right? If I just had that and this, it's always something, right? If that person was here, right? If that thing, if I was driving that car, if I had the key to that house, right? If I was on a plane to take that vacation, right? That's what it's about. What is sitting close to the palm of your hands today? Okay. What are you nestling up to? It's not happened yet, but you're close to it and it's your goal. What is your winning goal this week? Okay. That's just for you privately. All right. What's your winning goal this week? What's going to make you smile? You know, uh, I was just listening to a song a minute ago. And I've always loved the song. It's, a, it's one of those songs that uh, it's very difficult to not, like, move somebody part. You know, you just kind of, it's got a nice, subtle groove. And you find that it's very pleasant, not too much. But it's, it just kind of moves and grooves and flows very nicely. But it reminds me now, because of my affiliation with the song, of people, you know, that we were doing a line dance with, you know. It's like now I think of them, you know. But, you know, when I, when I love people is that it was a happy time for them. They were happy. They were smiling. Yeah, a happy time. So this is about what is going to make you smile, really, Okay, isn't that what it's all about, all this stuff that we have, right? If I just do this, that, right? If I just close this deal, I'm going to get a raise. Or maybe some of you is like, oh, my God, if I could just get a paycheck, yes? So sometimes it's like that. But what is going to make you smile? Those are the things, people, that really, really light our world. It really does. To smile and to be what? To be happy, to really be happy, okay? What are those things that makes you smile and what makes you happy, right? Okay, so I'm gonna go back to my last question of the day and that is, my husband is a very tough man. His lack of emotion, empathy for people is really starting to concern me. 
he shares these stories about his employees that puts me on the edge of tears. I just, it's hard for me to listen to what he shares with me at times. He staffs hundreds of people at his own business. Now, he is a very tough man, and one of the things that I give him all the time is if it wasn't for his tenacity of toughness, that there's no way that he would have been able to do what he's been able to accomplish. Okay, It is only his tenacity and that he's so tough that he can do and now manage the business that he does. So I give him that all the time. We have an amazing life because of his job. However, he tells me these stories about his business, about his people. And what I detect is this, is that he's very unempathetic and very tough on his decisions, I believe, beyond necessary, where the line of bullying seems to be near. He's on the cusp of being a bully. Sometimes he shares stories and I don't know, is my husband a bully or is he being an aggressive businessman. Sometimes I really don't know the difference. And, it, and, and I am so overly at this point concerned about it because I don't want to be married to a man that's a bully and I think he's a better person than that. So my question is what do I do because I'm away from my husband many, many hours in the day, sometimes all through the night. He's a very hardworking man His business demands a lot out of him, but I see he's cutting ground to something new that is very, very unpleasant. And I believe that it will not be good for him as it has been for him for many years. What do I do? That is very good. And uh, thank you so much for giving me this question and uh, being so uh, precise. I got it. I could see it. I see it completely. Okay. And I've been there. Okay. I think a lot of us have been there, right? Um, You know, and and I agree with you. You know, there's a lot of different things that people have the ability to do. And one of the things of managing people, right? It's it's tough managing people. Has anyone out there managed people? Most of us have. A lot of us have, yes? There has to be a certain quality that you have as a human being that that you can manage people. You are absolutely correct. It becomes a very thin line of being too tough on people or are you being unnecessarily tough where it could be interpreted that, you know, I like my boss and everything, but you know what? He can be a little bit of a bully, you know? He can be, you know, he's riding the line. It's, uh, you know, and and it's it's nerve-wracking sometimes because I don't know how he's going to be. So a lot of employees will say that about their bosses, especially the bosses who are yellers. You know, I have a thing about about yelling bosses. I don't like it. Mm -mm. I don't like it. I because there's a tone for everything and there's a way to say everything. And I think yelling at people really sends out a very bad message of of how you respect them or not. Okay, so I don't know how he's going off on on, on his people. You are the one that can 
bring him out of it. I do believe that. I think our partners have an incredible influence on the partnership, okay? Especially if there's a lot of respect and there's a lot of love there. And if all of those things are living there currently, <laughs> okay, I want you to do your best. You're in a tough position somewhat. I don't know how he's sharing these stories with you. A lot of times we share our work stories with our partners. I think it's a normal thing that a lot of us do, maybe not everything, but some of it. And I think it's to help us cope with, and sometimes we need to vent to somebody that we have that close of a trusting uh, relationship with that the natural thing sometimes to do is to share these things with your partner. My husband and I did the same thing. We didn't share everything, of course not, you know, but we did exchange stories, we did. And we got to know how we did business with people somewhat. Okay, you, because you truly don't know unless you're sitting out in their field. You don't, okay, on their floor, you know. And that's why I think it was funny sometimes when my husband would pop in my office and he would get to see me in action how I was with my people, okay, which was, which was great for him to see me in that different kind of form, very different from when I arrived at home to see him. It's a whole different pair of shoes we put on, right? It doesn't have to be night and day, though. And it sounds like it's night and day for your husband. And I don't think it should be night and day. I think whoever you're being at home, that there's, there's somewhat can be identifiable at work. <laughs> All right. It shouldn't be a beast that walks in the door, the beast that you never see or you don't know. To me, that, wor that would really worry me if he's that kind of a, a human being, okay? that you don't recognize him when he's at work, that would scare me, okay? He should resemble somewhat and transfer it over to the job. He should resemble his behavior, who he is around the people that he loves. And now it's on a different stage, okay? Being communicated in a different way but he should not be unrecognizable on that floor. And it sounds like he is, <laughs> all right? What you could do is um, take a good long, hard look at him. Sometimes when we manage these businesses and, it's, and, and, and the management of teams are so huge. Okay, you said hundreds of people. That is exhausting. It's exhausting. Okay. Depending on his management and who he has and what system he's implemented to run his business. Okay. Depending on his managers. Okay. Does he have managers or is he, you know, taken all this pressure upon just this one man himself? Okay. So that would be you to sort of field around and ask those questions is what's happening to his other people. Because what happens is if people have those bowls, but they're not carrying them okay, with the responsibility that satisfies our expectations, this could be the breakdown of why he's, is he cranky? Because you didn't say, because there's a difference of people are cranky and you know that's not them. Uh, or is he just really turning into this, this other human being that you 
taken a look at that you do not like. Yes, it's not attractive. See if you can find out about the inner layers of what's going on and, and on the job force, okay? What's happening with these people, okay? The managers, you know, sometimes there's got to be some changes and sometimes we also take on too much, okay? A lot of times people who are able to have the genius sort of ability to start and, and handle businesses especially the people who just started draw them up from nothing. You know, they build this, these humongous businesses have the natural tendency to always carry a lot of balls because they just do. That's what they do. And sometimes it's too much. Okay. And so, and a lot of times as people don't know how to let go of the balls, you know, you're just, you're just pulling at the balls, you know, just drop a few of them. Come on, put your hands up, right? And let them make them drop force him to drop some of the responsibility on the people that he's paying to do it and carry it, okay? It could be something like that, that it's too much for him. Is he the type of man that micromanages, okay? You can help him with that, you can, okay? Just by listening to the things that he's saying and asking him, some following it up with the right questions, asking him questions, okay? Because if a lot of times that's what it is, is you know, we, we turn into these bees because it's just too much, okay? And, and if he doesn't know how to delegate correctly or that these people are there and he could be delegating, but he's not, okay? The bottom line has got to be this, especially on a business that he's created, really, because the feeling that goes hand in hand to something that you own is completely different to something that you walk into that's already been built, okay? It's a different kind of pride that walks in the door every day into his office, the way he feels emotionally, okay? For you, dearest spouse, what you want to keep that, you want to keep it so that it still feels that way. It should nourish him, be nurturing back to him, okay? He's made all of those investments, okay? But what he's got to get back is that feeling of satisfaction of all of this great work that he's done already and that he continues to do every day. And it should not be beating him down with the feeling like we got bats coming out of, uh, at us, okay? Which could be the feeling that he has, okay, when he walks into his office now, that he's not enjoying it the way he really should be, that it's too much pressure somewhere, there's a breakdown, okay? But it is a very, very different kind of feeling. Not talking to him, I don't know this side of it. There's also another side of it that we built this thing. And is his ego driving his business? Okay. Right? That's another side of it. It's an ugly side sometimes. Okay. It's good to have a little bit of an ego. But when the ego turns into something similar, that of identifiable of a beast, right? It's not a proud feeling as you're experiencing right now being his spouse. All right. That it might be embarrassing now for you to go in and identify, raise your hand and say, oh, I'm the missus. You know, people may want to throw things at you. Yes. 
files and everything, right? <laughs> right, desk coming at you, right? Couple of pencils here and there, yes? Uh, you know, so you gotta take a look at where is the, the issue living in, okay? Because it's living in something. Is it, the, is it being packaged in an ego? Uh, is it packaged in like the man is under so much pressure that he's going to bust? You know what I mean? You know, so where is, where is this coming from? All right. The, the energy that he's putting out all the time, that he's a beast. Okay. How has it been wrapped? Okay. It's coming from what stage? What is the platform? Ego, you know, his head's huge. He can't get through the door. Or this man is overworked, he's a workaholic, and he doesn't know how to delegate anything. Okay. I want you to start there because that will help you with which way you have to go in to help him. Okay. If he's a beast because it's too much and he's not delegating and it's over, it's overwhelming and he just feels the crunch of pressure all the time then there's ways that you can help him delegate, you know. This is going to be step-by-step step here. This is not going to be an overnight thing, but you can help him. And you can also uh, give him advice to have a business advisor come in and sit with him. Yes. Okay. He can have somebody come in that sort of shadows him for a week to see all the pockets Okay, all everything in there, all the discrepancies, if there's any, okay, and, and they will be able to take a look at the whole thing and say, it's the people, it's him, it's a little bit of everything, it's this, is that. They'll be able to give him advice. So a business consultant that, that, that can come in and shadow him and help him not run his business, but give him some tips on how to have a happier life, okay? And give him some tips on, you took how long to build this? How much money? How much time do you have invested? You don't want to lose it now because it's another way to lose people, okay? People are always looking across the street when they're not happy, okay? Loyalty fits in like concrete when we're good to people, okay? And even if you decide to take money out of their checks, say the company starts to have a little bit of a crisis, if those people are happy and as long as they can cover their lifestyle, they don't leave. They'll stick and stay with the company out of loyalty, okay? But that loyalty, that word goes along in partnership with many things. And the first thing that it, that it partners with is respect. Having respect for the people that are, you know, running your business, okay? Yes, you may have thought of this, and yes, you may have been the only guy in here running these wheels, okay? But right now, you can't do these things without us, okay? You need us to do these things, Right? It's not going to happen if we all walk out today and we don't come back tomorrow at, at 9, yes? Those are the things that you can have a, a chat with him about, but uh, sometimes it's, uh, it's difficult for us as a partner. It depends on the kind of friendship that you and your husband have. You know, do you 
guys talk shop? Can you talk shop with him? Can he get and take advice from you is the question. Not all partners can. Some partners are amazing at it. All right. They only go to their spouse about everything. Okay. And they're, and they're amazing with each other. Okay. And they have this respectful, unbelievable relationship or friendship where they could just about say anything to each other and there's no offense taken. Or is he the type of man that needs to bring in a business consultant to take a look at his business? Okay. And you can help him with, these are the things as an outsider of your business that I'm hearing. These are the things, you've got to have a business consultant come in and take a look because what I'm hearing, and you can state specific things that you're hearing him say. Take the words out of his mouth. Do not narrate, okay, and color anything in, okay? He's too accomplished for that, okay? Take his words only, okay, and put them back in a paragraph of these are the things that you've said to me, these are the things that I'm hearing, okay? And he'll have more respect for you when you're talking to him about his business, that if, if taking it from him only, Okay. But a business consultant will be able to do that, and they'll be able to go in and they'll be able to see some things, even things that he doesn't see. They'll, they'll show him, wow, you know, if we keep going this way, okay, because they'll see the employees. If there's any dis- dis- disgruntled employees on the floor, oh, that's bad, that's bad business, oh, right? You got to keep the people happy. And you really also have to be very smart and wise to how do you treat your people? And that's big today, folks. And as much as a lot of people are out of jobs and they want work, do you know people are very choosy today? The times have really, really changed today, how people are working. Because today there's a lot more scrappy work when you go home. You can find a lot of jobs that you never get out of your pajamas for on the computer today. You can. If you have a well-run system and you're computer savvy and you're smart and there's a lot of things that go with this, you can now get a job at home, okay, while you're at never even putting fuel in your car, okay? People have more choices today. They do. Okay, there's a level to a, of, a, of a degree that you must have be, be, be an accomplishment for. Okay, you must be accomplished in some things and have an accomplishability with, with, with that sort of life. However, people do have more choices today, and they're being choosier today more than they've ever been about the conditions and how they're willing and whom they want to work for. Yes, they are. Okay, they really are. So a lot of choices today because there's a lot of flexibility. Why? Because the CEOs and bosses and managers are living the same way too. Okay, everybody's wearing those shoes today. Okay, so the fact that he's built this business is fantastic. But holding on to the business and the quality of people is almost now more important a time than the day that he uncovered and unwrapped and decided to do his business, okay? Because now, you know, there's people in there making it work for him, and those people are very important to him. They're the other piece to his success, and how he treats them is huge. 
Helping him, uh, so that's on the business part of of helping him with his employees. And you can make it very easy for yourself by throwing in and giving it to a third party who is, sometimes we take better advice from those people than we do to, to the person that you climb in bed with. It really all depends on the kind of friendship that you have with your partner. Addressing the very important part that, that you're very offended by is his, is he being a bully and he's not, uh, well, I, dre- I address the bullying because sometimes that comes from pressure, but the not having empathy is something that you can work with him at home. How do we do this? Just the things that we do the way we do them, the way you do the things, the way you do them. He sees you. You're, the, you're, you're each other's role models, okay? So the way you do things to be more empathetic and sometimes maybe not too much of an exaggeration, but I think there's got to be something more that you show him because you're trying to, you're trying to unveil something that's now got like a blanket thrown over it, you know, <laughs> right? It's really, what happened here? This whole thing is covered up. I don't understand what happened. How can he not see that and be more understanding? He's just not seeing out of those eyes right now. So there's, there's an extra uh, emotional sensitivity that is being covered right now. And you need to open it up, and it doesn't happen overnight, but just in gradual in our behavior, how you react and how you do the things that you do. When he is sharing these stories, the question for me to ask you would be, how do you react when he's sharing these stories about other people? Or do you just not interrupt and you just allow him to finish and don't say much of anything? Okay. How are you reacting? Sometimes it is a thin line of what we could say to our partner. It really depends on on the personality. Can he take advice from you? Okay. Can you say, ooh, that sounds like a really unique situation. What do you think about, like, this suggestion? And then say what you think really should be more applicable and maybe even more human-like, right? Uh, So those are the things that you can do as a partner. And it could be so soft, you know, gradual, you know, nothing that's like uh, in his face, but very loving and delivered and packaged in kindness that he learns from it or relearns, okay? or or relearns to be more sensitive. And those are the things that I would do if it were my partner. Oh, gosh, okay, Uh, that sounds good, but, you know, did you think about this? And Oh, did you know that they have kids? Or did you know that, you know, they may have a family that they have to go to home at 5 o'clock? You know, so whatever the situation is, you can very kindly bring up your own suggestions to your partner, to give them a different version of what you just heard in a way that's not insulting them because it's a thin line of did we just insult their decision or their ability to make a decision. It's one of the first things I think about when I'm suggesting things that I think about, okay, if I say this, will this person 
uh, take offense, then I'm questioning their decision abilities. Okay, so there's a way to do it. And, and it, and it does depend on those people too. Okay, but the fact that you guys are married, okay, I'm assuming, right, I don't like to assume anything, but I'm assuming that there's a respect and there's a friendship and that he values what you have to say. Yes, that is the way that you can work with him at home. The very fact that he's coming to you and opening up to you about his work and sharing stories with you, I think is great. Okay, that in itself says he wants to share with you. So the fact that you don't have to pry, ask him what's going on at the office, but he's sort of just delivering it and handing it to you, that's your time to come in when it's time appropriate. Come in and share with him what you believe. Ah, you know what, I, oh, maybe did you, did you see it this way? Oh, here's another way, you know, like that. Okay, without criticism, without saying that he did anything bad, without saying that anything is wrong, but just giving him another way, another road for which he could see. And, and see, he's not on those roads, so that's why he can't see those things. You giving him the other road, now he'll, he'll have all these, oh, okay, all right? Because now once you start setting these other pictures and visions up for him, to see something else, he'll see them. He can't see them because he's not on that street, right? Right? You got to be on that street to see those signs, right? So I think between the business consultant and a loving, kind, empathetic partner at home will help him with these things, okay? Especially if he was and is, you know, in his heart, a very loving, empathetic man, but right now he's got a hard exterior that, you know, is like really closed, okay? You will be able to reopen it, okay? With your love, your kindness, your respect, and your friendship to him. That's what I see for you. All right, I think this is all going to work out very, very nicely for him. And I think what you're going to get personally is you're going to get uh, back or, or possibly get an, a more amazing version of a man that you already have, okay? Because we just get more and more amazing, don't you think? <laughs> we get more and more amazing. So I think not only is his employees really going to have a, a higher level of respect for him, and I believe that when he treats them with a higher level of respect, most people, especially on that level that he's writing the checks, that they will reciprocate to him in kind. Most of them will, okay? Most of them will. He'll get it back, and he'll have a business that runs almost seamlessly that he's less frustrated in, and that he's happier to be at. So I think on, on both sides of the table that this man's just going to be a happier human being. Okay, so I wish you the best. Uh, God bless you both. I'm going to conclude uh, this podcast, this version of What Do I Do 
on Bear This and That Relationship Radio. I want to thank you so very much for the people who do listen to my show and for the people who let me know. Thank you so very much. I do appreciate you. The people that every now and then you like my tweets and you know, you're looking at what I do or, or possibly you're retweeting or you're, you got the hearts wrapped around what I say. Thank you so very much. I appreciate you all. I want you to have an amazing, amazing winning Wednesday. And remember, whatever makes you happy, whatever you got to win this week to make it happen, to shift into that mode of like real big greatness. I'm not talking about greatness like a plaque on the wall. I'm talking about the things that make you feel great. You feel great. All right. Keep it close to you and stay close to that journey. Until next time. Good night.